Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 406, recorded on December 15th, 2022. On tonight's episode, we just hang out, you know, a few guys hanging out, talking about stuff, because there's nothing else going on around here. So let's just get to it. Jesse, you know what to do. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Nintendo Dads, a weekly Nintendo-focused podcast by dads for dads and other people that aren't dads, like moms or grandpas or your little brother, and sometimes kids or, or whoever people that have them. no offspring at all. That's right. You don't have to be a dad to listen to Nintendo Dads. You just have to be a dad to be on it. I don't know. No, we've we've let other non-dads be on that. Okay, I'm digging myself a hole here. Yeah, it's you better December, stop, stop while you're ahead. That's right. It's December 15th, 2022. On tonight's episode, I'm joined by Tim and Jesse. Tim, how you doing? Uh, really good, actually. Just got back from doing a, you know, the, the Beaumont Children's Hospital that, that I raise money for for Extra Life. Actually, my daughter and I did a volunteering thing today, and it was a lot of fun. Really so, cool. Although I made the mistake of thinking that we were going to be inside when I know the event is outside, but we didn't wear additional jackets or anything. I just wore this hoodie and I wore my Crocs and we're outside oh. and it's 40 degrees outside and we're supposed to be, you know, doing this volunteer work outside. And so like, yeah, that was my bad. But so we was survived. It a, was it a Christmas event? It was. It was uh they do like a two week event where they uh, all these people come and shine the lights on to the side of the building where the children's hospital where they're letting the kids know, hey, you know, we support you hang in there, you know, so all of us are mm. all these people are shining lights. It was fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, and it was fun. And my daughter and I, we were volunteering to help with manage a mosaic piece that they were building that they were allowing the people who came to put a piece on the mosaic so we just had to help you know people control where they were putting their parts in and put glue on it you know so but it was the a lot of fun. I ask the reason i asked if it was a christmas event because if you wore your crocs there you'd be crocking around the christmas tree <laughs> yes know, you know i've been waiting for that for a while there you go uh, that was perfect <laughs> Well, that was perfect. Uh, speaking of perfect, Jesse Waldack, how you doing, man? Uh, pretty good. Um, looking, I, I, I am. Good. It's going to be a sad day when I start to have to work on Fridays again in a few weeks, because I got it. I got so used to not working on Fridays anymore. My wife said you could just work four by ten like I do, and I'm like, no, I don't want to work ten hour days either. Right, right. <laughs> Who wants to do that? Um, I am coming off a uh, stint of like an event every day for, <laughs> for, for like a week and a half when my daughter was in a ballet company production of the Nutcracker uh, last weekend. And uh, it was um, a, a lot. And then we had a banquet the night before that all started last Thursday. That's why I wasn't on. Uh, and so just lots of, lots of stuff going on. Christmas is busy. It's, it's, there's a lot. Uh, but uh, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be hanging out with you guys tonight, sit around and chat. And as Tim said, there's not uh, like a huge 
amount of news, really, this week. There are some things, but they mostly kind of innocuous, right, uh, release dates and things like that. So we're going to get into that, but we're also going to talk about uh, upcoming events and things from our community. So with that being said, how about we just dive on in, shall we? And of course, our news segment is brought to us each and every week by you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where for as little as a dollar a month, you get to be a part of a uh, fantastic, fantastic community. It's one of the very best. It's just a fantastic community. I've heard uh, lots of different communities, but very bigly, it's it's very good over there. Uh, and we don't charge you $99 for arts. Uh, art cards. So uh, over at our community, we just charge you We're a going dollar to. to get in the door. We are, we are going are, to. We are. We're working is- on it right now. We're working on NFTs to sell for $99. NFTs, <laughs> non-friendly transactions. I was just uh, talking to my daughter about this earlier. We were talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you, we, there's no NFTs uh, over at uh, patreon.com backslash but there is four separate tiers that you can sign up for. You can sign I don't up know and, how to and, spell uh, NFT. Uh, it's C-R-A-P, that's how you spell it. Uh, anyway, um, dollar a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, or $30 a month. $30 a month gets you in uh, at the Patreon producer level. And guys, I don't know if you noticed this, uh, but we have a new pr- we have a new Patreon producer uh, that has signed up within the last week or so. And she is our first female Patreon producer of the show. Really cool. Uh, and yeah. And that is for awesome. everybody who Real. has signed up uh, or come back to the server uh, in, uh, or to Patreon in the last little bit, we want to say a huge, huge thank you. And I'm, I'm pulling up our Patreon right now. Uh, we want to thank the Sean. We want to thank uh, Jacqueline Amira. Uh, and we also want to thank uh, Brian Reese for upping his pledge. Uh, we want to thank uh, Sean Aston. Uh, we want to thank uh, others, uh, uh, Greg Gorzowski. Uh, these are all from November Solo Something. Uh, you know, have some people sometimes listen. I want to say this no judgment. Sometimes people have to stop their Patreon commitments, right? Because uh, something changes or they're, they like, have an expense or something like that. Uh, let me just chime in too. Also, what people don't realize is that. For whatever reason, something happens where Patreon doesn't get your card right or something, and you don't know it. Like, there's no messages that go to people. Yep. And all of a sudden, they yep. realize, oh, I didn't resubscribe for this month. So it's an easy way to get out of it if you wanted to, I guess. Yeah, but it's also true. just keep an eye on it, you know, just yeah, to keep an guess, eye on knowing that. Yeah. I guess what I was going to say was this, is that there's like, if you have to stop sponsoring us on Patreon that does not mean that we're not friends anymore. Correct. <laughs> right. It just means you can't get in the discord anymore. And that doesn't well, mean that you're not a special well, person. No, Actually, they'll still no, be you, in discord. Yeah. They'll just lose the role and lose access to some channels, but there'll be, a, there's a few channels that anyone, anyone oh, yeah, who's in that's can right. access. That's right. I forgot about that. Yep. That's, but anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't kick you out. <laughs> I, I guess what I'm, I'm trying to say, it doesn't mean we don't like you. It doesn't mean that we're mad at you. We understand. All right. So like good I've had dads, to do that a few times too, where I'm we'll, leave. Uh, we'll just pat you on the head and say, good boy, good girl, whatever, you know, and say, 
go get them next time. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I still think it's it's absolutely crazy that people um, go over and sponsor us, but we're thankful for it. Heck and, we yeah. just, and we want you to know that we, we're thankful for it. whatever level that you sponsor us at. We are thankful for the support and we love you guys. If we could afford it, I would fly to each one of the the Patreon's houses and give them a hug. If they allowed me to hug them. Can you just hug them right now? Yes. Give them, give them a hug. Thank you. Just a little hug. And our Twitch subscribers too. Cause that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Twitch subscribers get in. We've got several of those over a dozen people now uh, throw their Twitch prime subscription to us and. There you go. Give them hugs too. So anyway, if you want to sponsor us and you're out there, maybe you're on the fence or whatever, you're like, hey, uh, let me let me tell you a couple of things you can do. You can either go in for uh, you know the monthly, or you can pay by the year, and it will allow you to save a month. Yep. So whatever your level you're sponsoring at, uh, if you pay the yearly fee, it will save you a month's uh, payment there. Uh, the biggest can, deal out of that I've heard has been the new ad-free thing that we've been doing with our podcast. That, that's right. I meant to mention that. If you don't like ads, which <laughs> who does, right? If you don't like ads and you're a Patreon, if, if you're a, a patron of the show, a friend of the show, then you get an ad-free version. You don't have to listen to Justin talk about all the things he talks about in the Manscaped ads. <laughs> uh, you don't have to hear our gooder stuff. You do have to hear this part, but anyway. Yeah, because uh, that's because Patreons are the, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're so anyway, anyway. Inferno Patreon. asks if he can pay in beaver nuggets. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I. You have to send it to each of us, though, because you t- can't t- just send it, sounded, it to Marty. It sounded to me like Tim is saying, Yes, you can. I and he'll pay your way into the the Patreon. Yes, yes, uh, into the into Discord. If you you've send bribed me already, I, I'm sold. Um, I'm sold. You know, the the closer Bucky's gets to my house, the less appeal Beaver Nuggets have. I I'm I'm sorry. They, they, they are like, they are appealing when you have to put forth an effort to get there. Yeah, right, right, right. Like there's this there's this place in Texas that we go to when we drive through where we're on the way to the sister my sister in law's house. And it's in a, a town called West Texas, not West Texas, but West Texas, the town, right. not the location. Yep. And it's called yeah. the check stop. So what basically what has happened is, is in this town, apparently it was settled by uh, a large number of Czechoslovakian families back in the day. And now they own gas stations and they make kolaches and bread and all kinds of other stuff. So whenever we go through, we have to stop in, in West Texas at the check stop and get the kolaches and get some, some other fun items there. And man, let me tell you what, mm. <laughs> sometimes when my in-laws are coming back this way from having visited there, I'm like, can you stop at the check stop? By the way, I need a couple <laughs> things, need a couple things. And they're there the next day and they're for breakfast and they're wonderful. But anyway, nice. long story short, head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads, become a patron. We would love you forever. If you did that, we love you forever. Even if you didn't guys, Who's ready to go to Hollywood? Me. That would require Jesse's me to travel. Um, yeah. 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 Well, I'm still recovering from New York. But would you travel <laughs> to Hollywood? Would you travel to Hollywood, Jesse, if I promised that you could ride your very own Mario Kart while you were there? Not opening week. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the scoop. Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Hollywood is opening February 17th, 2023. The very first day, grand opening, opening week, whatever you want to call it, September 17th, which is a Friday. uh, And you're going to get to go out there and have all kinds of fun. So you know who I think will be there because it's pretty much local to him. It's yeah. Chris Pratt. Roger. Roger. Oh, well, I'm, yeah, Roger, too. <laughs> but but I was thinking that, you know, Mario himself, it's a me, Chris Pratt. You know, uh, he'll be there. Uh, and I, I guarantee you there's going to be some kind of tie-in with the movie, with it just, you know, two months away uh, here right. to get that out to everybody. But anyway, this was announced this week. Nintendo's got a video up uh, on uh, their their uh, YouTube uh, channel and all their socials. So you can go and check that out. But we wanted you to know uh, that that was coming up and uh, you know, maybe, maybe that needs to be uh, where we do extra life in 2023. And friendo says, why didn't, why didn't they aim for March 10th? Well, because that between February 17th and March 10th, there's a lot of money to be made. So they're going to make as much money as possible, uh, I think. So there you go. But yeah, that is a place I would want to go someday. I just don't know when. Right. Right. You don't want to go now. Or do you want to go when they open it up with the Epic Universe, Universal in Florida? Um, I'm thinking. I'd rather go e- to the Florida one. I'm thinking about E3 this year. If I but go a few days earlier, I can probably hit this. We've oh, promised. Yeah, we true. we we have decided, or we we talked about this when we were at Disney last November, that our kids' senior trip, we're going to go to Disneyland, and we're going to get uh, the. Uh, we're going to get their senior pictures done in the park, like wow. with the photo hopper, what the photo Disneyland in thing. California or do yes. Disney world in Florida Disneyland. Okay. Cause we've okay. not been to world or we've oh, okay. been to world. We've not been to land. So if we go in a, in three years when they graduate, then I'm going to get to go to Nintendo world. There you go. Cause we already planned on going to universal studios too. So there you go. Well, I, I yeah, by that time, maybe the new will have worn off. Maybe there'll be a new ride or something, but three years, surely. Uh, right. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. They're, they can go to Harry Potter. They, that's what they'll be excited about. But Nice. My wife will be like, I want to go to the Harry Potter world. And I'm like, well, bye. <laughs> see, <laughs> see you when you're done. I'm going to be over here in, in Nintendo land hanging out with Chris Pratt. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's opening up next year, February 17th. You can go ahead. I think you can book tickets now. I'm Man, it seems it's pretty close, so you can go check that out. Check out Nintendo's socials uh, for more information on that. Uh, also, this week, uh, probably coming to the Nintendo Switch now, finally, after all this time, the ESRB has rated Final Fantasy 1 through 6 pixel remasters for the Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm super excited about this, but it's like, oh my gosh. Uh, and then did you read the next bullet? Yeah, they removed the listings a day later. So in other words, <laughs> um, it's they they spilled the beans probably too early. 
Yeah. Uh, so who knows when these are coming, but it, now it looks more likely that we'll finally be able to get them on, you know, actual consoles. Come on, I guys. Still, yes. I still haven't yes. replayed four through six yet, so. Well, I bought one on the phone thinking, oh, surely there'll be backbone support. No. It's two years later, and we're waiting on, I'm yeah. still waiting on. I, I did buy all six on Steam, and then I played the first two to finish. I started the third, got late, didn't finish it, probably won't ever get back to it. But it's the furthest I've ever gotten in three. <laughs> I, I'm going to wait until these are on Switch or on PlayStation 4 and I can get, play them on PlayStation 5. Probably will play them on Switch. The reason is, is because I want to play them. I, I want to play them in this form, but I want to be able to control them, right? Like I want to. Yeah. I don't want to drag my finger around the screen. Right. Yeah. I, I had a controller. I thought, I, I thought I was using Stadia, but then someone. They all reminded me that Stadia ca- cannot be used as a normal Bluetooth controller, but so I I used the Luna controller, Bluetooth paired to my laptop to play the games. That's how I was playing them before. Gotcha. I was just gonna go check just for giggles to see while we were sitting here talking if if they had actually updated them with controller support, you know, on on the mobile, but. I, I, doubt I highly, highly doubt it. Oh, speaking yeah, of Stadia, I, I did get my twenty-three bucks back. <laughs> oh, really? They've already they, so they've initiated refunds. Yes. Yeah. Well, good for them, and good for you. <laughs> right? So, Stadia. Stadia. Uh, refund. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully, maybe maybe these will come out, you know, first part of next year and fill the gap that Advance Wars 1 and 2 will never fill because I don't think that game's ever coming out at this point. Um, they've <laughs> sat on it too long. Yeah. Um, speaking of game releases, let's talk about a schwack load of game release uh, news and updates as well as accessories, including Amiibo that have come out over the last few days. Uh Right now, right before the show, I checked. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I had a premonition. I was like, I'm going to go check Nintendo's socials because I bet they're going to make an eight o'clock tweet tonight. And lo and behold, they came through because new Sega Genesis games have been released to the updated Sega Genesis app. Uh, As of a few hours ago, these include Alien Storm, Columns, Golden Axe 2, and Virtua Fighter 2. Yet you still can't play the very first Sonic the Hedgehog game on the Sega Genesis app. Because you have to go buy that. You have to go buy that. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to play Columns. I'm going to go play that. I did play Columns earlier, and it's still a dumpster fire. Uh, So (laughs) Sweet. Just what I was looking for. I did beat Golden Axe, too, waiting for you to get here uh, on the (laughs) easiest difficulty. And they were like, congratulations. But real peace is achieved by playing on harder difficulty modes. Whatever. I beat the game. Uh, So those are out right now uh, for Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack subscribers. Um, Super Smash Ultimate DLC Fighter Amiibo have all... I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's going to... Can you clip that out or something? I don't know. (laughs) If if I can. No, don't clip it out. No, because it's it's been a terrible thing to hear on a podcast. (laughs) Too late. 
Uh, Super Super Smash Brothers Ultimate DLC Fighter Amiibo release dates have also been uh, announced this week. Kazuya and Sephiroth are coming January 13th, which is super soon uh, in 2023. And Pyra and Mithra are coming later in 2023. We're, We're winding down to the end of the Smash Amiibo line. Can you believe that? Like, we never thought it would happen. But here we are. I think so. Look at us. Look at us. We're living the dream. I want them all, and I think these are going to probably be the most popular ones they've had. You want all Amiibo, or you just want all of these? I want all of these. Okay. I have I, I have almost all of them, with the exception of those, you know, rare ones. Gotcha. But I definitely want all of these, and I think gotcha. but these are the ones I'm going to have to pre-order because I don't. The last Amiibo that I bought. Store. The last Amiibo I bought weren't even for me. They were the Steve and Alex two-pack. Yep. And the last Amiibo I bought for me was the uh, Loftwing and Zelda Amiibo, which uh, ironically turned up on Best Buy last week for $5. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I paid 20 That was. <laughs> that yeah. happens. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially Sephiroth, I think, is going to be the hardest one to get because I remember how hard it was to get Cloud. Are there going to be two versions of Seth Roth, or are there going to just be one? I haven't remember seen. There was a, a player one and player two version right. of Cloud. I, I have not seen or heard anything about no, two I think, player. I think Amiibo aren't as popular <laughs> as they yeah. were back when Cloud came out. I think yeah. he's going to get Pretty, the, pretty much they're I, only popular by collectors. <laughs> but I think, yeah, Seth Roth is going to be collector a collector's item Yeah, because of not only being it being a Smash Amiibo, but with the Final Fantasy fans, you know, and Sephiroth is a big, huge, huge, huge character. Draw. Yeah. So. I was just checking as you were talking to see if these were possibly up for pre-order right now. They are not. Yeah. I was, I'm watching. I'm watching our channels like best, a lot because I know, you know, who's going to find out that they're up for pre-order is going to be solo. one of two people solo or is the block. Yep. Those two are the ones that you come if, in and if say. If you're hey, listening to this, <laughs> you've heard that Tim wants this. You need to message him first uh, and me second because Isaac wants one of these. He, yep. he's, he mains Sephiroth. So. Um, also, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden will launch in a bundle that can be bought on Nintendo Switch. It's actually available right now. You can buy uh, that bundle for or pre order. I don't think it's Sorry. I don't I don't think it's up for pre order, but the eShop page pre-order. is there, but I don't think it's pre orderable yet. Yes. Uh you can save 50 cents. Yep. In the US eShop. <laughs> so you can get them uh in a bundle for uh $39.49, which is such a weird price. Uh or you can buy them separately for uh $20 each. Uh, the, there is no release date for this. It just says, um, well, it says January releasing 19. in 20. I scroll down to the bottom of the page and there it is. January 19th yep. is when oh. both of these games will release. Uh, and so you can buy them together and save 50 cents. As Tim said, if you're frugal or if you're a big spender and you don't care about, you know, wasting the dollar dollars, you can buy them separately. Like <laughs> Wasting your 50 cent. I guess the only reason you would do that is if you wanted one and not the other. Right. Right. Or changed your mind. (laughs) It's like, like, I'm just going to get 
persona three first and then then you decide or you persona four first and then you decide you know what i'm gonna go yep. play that other one true true and then you end up paying you know the extra 50 cents i will probably pay the extra 50 cents because persona three or persona five is on my switch and it's never been launched yeah i haven't played Not mine once. either but i so I, I st- i'll probably end up playing three and four first before i get to five yeah it, but have you all played three or, or four? I played all? four on my uh, Vita. Vita yeah. Islands. But I never completed it. Yeah, Surprise. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I remember I made a video of me doing the kill shot on the Persona 3 boss when I played that. And I put it on my YouTube channel. So I looked to see how long ago it was. In almost nine years was since I last played Persona 3. Wow, Tim. Honestly, we are just happy that you finished Breath of the Wild. Yes, I know. I, I'm very it, happy because too. when you did that, Nintendo was like, "Oh, Tim San has finished. Uh, <laughs> we can announce a release date now." That's correct. Uh, anyway, that's uh, correct. Yeah. asks physical. No, it'll just. I think it's digital only. Yeah. Yes. So, but let me let me ask before you move on to the next thing. Okay. Let me ask, do you guys think there will be somebody releasing a physical, like a limited run of Persona 3 and Persona 4? Mm, I bet they will. I I don't know if they'll do it right away. We would have heard about it by now if they were. Um, but doesn't mean they won't do it in a year. We've right. seen Stranger Things. I haven't yet. I'm still waiting to watch the new season of that. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> Tim, you've got you got to catch up to life, buddy. Um, anyway, I, I I insert persona character weeping. I recommend uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Goromaru? I don't know. I don't think that's right. Basically, the oh, dog from three. No, no, no. They can't use another character weeping because I I haven't even started any of those games. So if I had started it and it taken so long to play it, then yes, you have a weeping character, but. It's you can't use a weeping character if I haven't touched the game. <laughs> Oromaru is the name of the of the dog. And Brendo says, "Tim, about. they're with you." Yeah. Well, yes. I don't. I don't well, know. Play Persona. Th- play Persona Three when it comes out, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Can you pet the dog? I don't know, but the dog is a party member, and you fight with him. Oh, okay. Well, then obviously, no, you can't. The dog has his own persona. Sweet. Okay. Great. That's fact, awesome. I, I think it's Cerberus. So have fun trying to pet that dog. <laughs> no, why not pet the dog? Uh, let me say this, though. And this, this may be something that people that listen to the show did not expect me to, to say uh, in other weird pricing news, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection was announced to be available on April 14th, which is a ridiculously far away date. Why? Like you've, we've known about this game for months now. Uh, but guys, when this comes out, it's going to be $60 for some Game Boy Advance games. How many? I think like maybe five or four. I just kind of well, I just kind of looked at the price and was like, yeah. I, I never played them, so I, I don't, don't know. know. And I know um Third Strongest Mole, I think he's been playing these games, uh, the actual Game Boy games on uh Twitch. 
So um, it seems, I mean, I watched him playing one of them. I forget which one it was, but it looked interesting. And I wonder like, how these are going to translate to being, on I like Switch. Mega Man games. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, you know that, but um, the, like the Mega Man legacy collection uh, for switch is um, Mega Man regular legacy collection for switch. I think when it came out was either, $29.99 or $39.99 for 10 games. Right. And and we may be getting that with Battle Network, but I don't like I'm not as familiar with the Mega Man Battle Network whole yeah. series. Like I played a few of them, but not that many. I mean, it I just remember didn't really... I liked the anime in the, until the ending got weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It does have 10 games, but I will say this starting with Mega Man Battle Network three, it's like Pokemon and there's two versions. Yeah. Third strongest Molo was saying there's six, but they like to claim it's 10. Well, <laughs> it's $10 a game. And I, uh, and, and digitally it's split up into two volumes. So the cart's likely going to have volume one only and volume two yeah, download um, only. And he's saying they put some effort in, in the uh, online features. Okay. So that's why it's so expensive is it's online. Probably to pay for those servers. Probably, probably. Uh, so that's out April 14th. I'll probably wait for a price drop on that one to pick it up. Actually. Um, I Going like Mega to- Man, but. Going Mecha back Dragon Persona. says you need to buy these. <laughs> Going back to Persona <laughs> a minute. Emisol asked, oh, where'd it go? He just scrolled off. Um, which game is the NSFW Chariot in? Which Persona? And I said, Mara is in all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not safe for work, Chariot. I love it. <laughs> and. And yes, I knew exactly what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I didn't even play them. And I know what he's talking about. Because mm. of watching uh, Wondrous Will playing Persona 5 and then encountering that yep. not safe for work chariot. <laughs> Maybe this is why my teenage son likes playing this game. It's got some ridiculous things in it. Oh. Except for, um, well, I don't know, because... What, the, what what makes Mara not safe for work is uh, not female related. So, oh, okay, <laughs> gotcha. Well, we could talk yeah, more about a post show though. if you want. It's funny though. There I can show you a picture. Funny. I'll show you a picture post show. You don't have to show me a picture. I googled it. And I'm sorry, I did. <laughs> there you go. No, I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> there goes your Google history. Hopefully, you did the uh, incognito mode on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's an image that'll haunt my dreams. Uh, speaking of haunting dreams, uh, Hogwarts Legacy is coming out July 25th for Nintendo Switch. Delayed past the February 10th date for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S and PC, and the release date on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One of April 4th. Uh, the team behind the game claims that they are working to get the best uh, port possible out of this. When all of us know there is no best port possible 
<laughs> for a game like this. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Remember that old song from, I think it was either the 60s or the 70s. So, you know, you don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit into the winds. Yep. You don't pull the mask off the Lone Lone Ranger and you don't mess around with Jim. That's this game. You don't, <laughs> don't, I mean, it's, it's impossible. You can't do it. Uh, also announced this week, I did notice this, that they said that um, you're going to be able to uh, use the, the killing curse and the torture curse anytime you want to. <laughs> so you're That's got to affect your character, though, I think. It is. But, it yeah. is. It's um, that you're going to this is going to kind of be like a fable esque. So in other system. words, everyone will be slithering at the end of the game. Uh, well. Unless, like, <laughs> I, I think I saw John Blanco say something about this earlier this week. Like, he said something like, uh, the first I, every game like this has three playthroughs. Um, the first one is as good as I can be, the second one is as bad as I can be, and the third one is everyone who lived in the first one dies, and everybody who dies in the, in the first two lives. <laughs> that is a good point. That's it was like. Point. I guess you that's how you see it all. Uh two kind of, ease games go kind ahead, of reminds Jesse, me of Catherine. You know, there was like seven different endings depending on how you placed. But apparently like the real ending is if you were like dead in middle. <laughs> just mediocre. Just and morally ambiguous. When uh, I when I beat the game, I got I forget which ending I got because I actually went and watched the others on YouTube because I was like, I'm not replaying this a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, I hated I liked the story. I hated the puzzles. Yeah, well, I was gonna say it wasn't that good a game. I tried the demo. I was like, this is dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh also in rounding out our release date news, uh two ease games are coming to switch in 2023. Uh the first one is Ease 10 or Ease X Nordica. And E's memoir, The Oath in Felgana. The original Oath in Felgana was a remake of E's 3, uh, originally in Japan in 2005, and was released on PSP in 2010. This is a remaster of the original 2005 game and will include the original game uh, as well. So uh, that's our release news, and that's all of our news for this week. With that being uh, talked about, let's take a little break for some uh, ads for Manscaped and Gooder. Well, as we know, it's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. Whether it's for a friend or friends in your pants, you can make this a season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for free shipping and 20% off. Guys, what products do you use that you enjoy the most or that somebody, or maybe even recommend that somebody should get for somebody they care for? So yeah, uh, the the new well, I've I've been a, a big advocate for a long time for the shampoo uh, and conditioner two in one. It's the only thing I use, uh, but I also use the body wash as well and the new uh, scrubber 
the uh, the, the silicon scrubber that you yes. get there. The body, body buffer. buffer. That's it. I love, love that things. thing. It's so good. Uh, but I would also recommend if you are an outdoor person, you like to be outdoors a lot, but you're also like me and you're a little on the, um, you know, well cared for side, well fed <laughs> side. Well fed. Uh, chances are you have uh, experienced something in your lifetime that we like to call chub rub. Right. And yes. uh, that is a horrible, terrible feeling. Uh, and the crop preserver absolutely 110% fixes that every time. Yes. It has been a lifesaver for me every summer since I have discovered it. So, yep. And I like go. the ability to be able to get the crop preserver in those uh, white things. You know, travel, they travel yes. well. Yes. So, very cool. Jesse, how about you? Yeah, I agree with Marty about the, the shampoo, conditioner, body wash, the body buffer, um, and the, the deodorant and lip balm are also products I like and use. Nice. Yes, I love the lip balms. I have those. I get those regularly, and I'm with you guys on the shampoos and the body washes and the body buffer. So, and by the way, that body buffer makes a perfect stocking stuffer. So if Mm -hmm. you need any of those for people in your family, again, use the code NINDADS at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with that code. So Manscaped, get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. And with that, we also have Gooder providing us their glasses that uh, unfortunately, I don't have mine around right now because I've have them in a box still since New York. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Mine's packaged. I've brought, broken pack- them out since then. But I do have to say that I wanted to say this: that Gooder has these gaming glasses that uh, um, I don't know how much longer they're going to be around, but uh, we have a few that we're giving away in our uh, from our extra life prizes. Uh, that we'll be bundling and be sending out shortly. Uh, but one that we have here is actually the ones that Justin has. It's not just a game. It's those blue blockers. Plus we have, and I love this name because I said it and I couldn't stop laughing when I looked at it and said it. These are sunglasses. They're all blacked out. And the name of them are called a ginger soul. <laughs> all right. Wow. But, Gooder thinks gaming is fun and your gear should be too. Gooder makes fun, fashionable, and functional sunglasses that everyone can afford. Sunglasses for gamers. Why? Because gamers go outside too. They also have their blue mirage glasses because apparently blue light is bad for your eyes. Some scientists say it causes eye strain, fatigue, headaches, and tail growth. So just to be safe, Gooder made these glasses with the ability to block blue light. Perfect for any screen, any face, any light, especially blue light. Blah. Designed to look good and fit comfortably on your face and under your headset, whether you're working from home, in front of a computer all day, or perfecting your avatar. Some may say Gooder makes the best gaming glasses ever invented. Guys, what are your favorite pairs to wear, or what do you like? Okay, so I knew you were going to ask me this, so I was heading over there, and I wear <laughs> my Gooder sunglasses every day, okay? I like When I say every day... I mean, every day, right? Yes. So I love the the way that the OGs look. 
Uh, and I have a, a pair called Electric Dinotopia Carnival that are that uh, awesome like name. teal with like purple reflective lenses that I love. Um, also, I'm looking for the other ones that I like. There's a pair that I constantly wear. Um, and they need to make I, like I've got I've got a lot of. They're the Mach G's. They're called Kitty Hawkers Ray Blockers. And they are That's teal, funny. like clear teal with uh, pink, hot pink accents and like orangish yellow, pinkish, huge polarized lenses. They're That's my fantastic. favorite. And there are so many people that have stopped me and like as they see them and they're like, where did you get those sunglasses? Those are awesome. And so I give them our code. Nendaz. Nice. Send them over to Gooder.com and they... You know, they save some money over there the first time they order. What yeah. about you? Well, speaking of the code, let me just run that off again. Nindads, again, we use that everywhere pretty much. You get 15% off at gooder.com. So remember that. But I have uh, blue blockers as well that I actually, before we went to New York, I would wear those a lot when I was working. So not just for the show, show because uh, I have glasses, but I wear them for... Um, I'm nearsighted. So I need them to be able to, when I'm driving or watching something on a TV or anything like that, when I'm here at the computer and stuff, I don't need them. So I prefer to wear the blue blocker ones because I'm looking at screens all day and, and they actually, I feel much better wearing those than even my regular glasses. So, and then I also have the big, the big almost ski like glasses they have that almost make me look like uh, Randy macho man, you know, <laughs> savage. <laughs> I love them things, but they also have new ski glasses too, that I think a lot of people would be interested in as well. Jesse, do you have a pair that you like? I, I know it's don't really kind of limited. know them much. Yeah. Because I, I have prescriptions and you know, th- you know, these are blue blocking already, but you know, unlike you where you don't use your prescriptions when you're at a computer, I have my monitors far apart where I need them. Okay. On a computer, That's but I fair. don't need them when I'm on my switch or on my phone. And I actually had to go with progressives, you know, lineless bifocal with, with this new pair I got. So I don't have to take off my glasses anymore because I was getting old. So right. I can't speak much about the gooder glasses because I, you know, I, I need, I have these. <laughs> fair enough. Maybe they need to look into that getting prescription versions or something. So, but for the rest of everybody else who can wear them, they have sunglasses, they have blue blockers, and we just encourage you to go check them out. They got all kinds of different designs and sizes and colors that uh, you can check out. And with names like Professional Respawner, Insert Coin to Continue, and Blue Shades of Death, we know you'll find a pair that speaks to you. And remember, you can use code NINDADS for 15% off at gooder.com. That's right. It's time to talk about events. There's lots of stuff coming up. We want to remind you guys about the biggest one or the one that's kind of most pressing is there's a brand new Maximus Cup coming up. Yeah. If you're like me, you forgot Tetris 99 existed too. But hey, Nintendo didn't because they're using it this weekend to promote Kirby's Dream Buffet. You can get a brand new theme for 100 points. 
uh, beginning December 16th at 2 a.m. Eastern through December the 20th at 1.59 a.m. Eastern. That's kind of feels like an extended time for the Tetris Maximus Cup. So you're going to have a few days to get it. Uh, if you're like me and you don't like missing themes, be sure to log in, get your 100 points. And uh, remember that Tetris 99 exists. Hey, guys, it's still fun. I still like Tetris 99. It's still a great concept. They just need – I think they need to do Dr. Mario 99. I would probably I like that more than Tetris. I think it would be good. I think okay. it would be good. Yeah. But that's coming up. Uh, as you, If you're hearing the audio version of this podcast, it's already started. So there you go. Go get your theme. Don't be a loser. I'm reminding you, it's time to get your theme. <laughs> I guess I'm going to be a loser. <laughs> Tim, get your get your theme. Go get Kirby. Kirby will be sad if you if you don't go get your theme. I have my theme, and that's the Metroid one. I am perfectly happy with that. For me, it's the it's else. the original Game Boy Tetris, and that is I a nice one. I can't understand why they've not done like the NES version and the Super NES version that was included with Tetris and Doctor Mario. I can't understand. Can we understand not. anything Nintendo no. does? No, no. We can't. So, but I'm just yeah. glad we got the Game Boy one because the music's perfect. The sound yes. effects are perfect. It's great. I, well, I love I, it. I think the theme I liked the best was like the OG Donkey Kong theme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is good. I mean, like the early NES, you know, they're, they're good. They're good ones. So anyway, go over there and do that. Also, I want to remind you guys that the breakfast table our uh, morning version of the dinner table show is coming up again, January 11th at 9 a.m. Eastern. It's the second Wednesday of every month. Don't be like me. Don't be a loser like me who forgets that the breakfast table is, is on and just skips it. And like I did this month, I, I totally missed it. Uh, but if you can't wake up that early or you have a job or something, you can also come to the dinner table, which is the third Friday uh, of every month. And it's actually going to be, if you're listening to this on Friday, when it drops, it's tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're going to be starting a little bit early and sharing the secret Santa gifts that we got during the gift exchange event in Discord and all kinds of other things. If you want to join the table, uh, you have to be a Patreon or Twitch subscriber and join the Discord call on either of those days and let the good times roll. Lay on bon temps brûlé. As they say in French, that was that was terrible French. But uh, well, anyway. Solo will be the judge of that. He'll let you know. He'll let it's you know. It's terrible French. That. My kids are learning <laughs> French in school. They probably speak it better than I do. Uh, also, we want to encourage, uh, I don't understand what that meant. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also want to let you. I tried to say I don't speak French in French. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand. Listen, and this is not like I'm not trying to be. Uh, this is just me. It's on me. I tried to take Spanish. I couldn't do it because Spanish is spoken so fast that I can't like interpret it. French just sounds like mumbling to me. And that's probably because I have a hearing problem anyway. So what? like, you know, right. Right. Uh, it just sounds like and then and like Italian just sounds anxious. Like, you know, and, and that wasn't offered at my school and <laughs> it's, neither it's, was German. It's, it's, it's Spanish, but anxious. <laughs> it's anxious Spanish. And then you have German, which is just angry. Like, even if you say I love you to somebody in German, it just sounds like they hate you anyway. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know. 
Yeah, it definitely doesn't wow. sound like French. The Jotem. Very, it's a very harsh, <laughs> harsh um, language. But I love German people. I love German food. Kind of like Klingon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I I don't speak Klingon either. Uh, Kapla. Uh, yeah, I don't. Anyway, it's you. <laughs> well, last event that we want to let you know about is we want you to let us know your top ten Nintendo Nintendo games of twenty twenty two. You can drop them in our channel on Discord, which is Top 10 Games 2022, or send us a post on social media or send them in via email to nintendodads at gmail.com. And we do want to let you know on the front end, DLC counts for this. So if it's an addition to a game, that could be part of your top 10 uh, for the year this year. But, you know, I, I love doing this, but it's always hard for me to go back and think, okay, what really released this year, right? So if you don't even yeah. have to put them in order, like whichever one's your favorite or whatever, you can just say, here's 10 games that I loved in, in 2022, or you can do, you know, top them. Oh uh, yeah. We need order. We need order. Oh, we, we need, need order. We don't need chaos. We need order. Okay. Well, Tim says we need order. Be sure. We need the order. No, because also it be helps sure. rank them in our overall chart. Right. So yeah. if you put it at 10, it's going to be listed at 10 rank for you. Yes. Right. Also, be sure you post it in the right channel in the Discord, or you will get a visit from Tim uh, as well. Uh, he will let you. He will tell you where. Yeah, you I won't to, fly to and it. give you a hug. I will fly over, and if you've ever seen Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, the end of the movie, it'll be something like that. So okay, no kidding. I wish. Just put it in. I told Tim that the gift I'm giving him for Christmas is always posting in the right channel in Discord the first time. And so I said, I promise nothing. Right. Jesse's like, I'm not promising anything. Sometimes I just, Tim, I, sometimes I just think it's junk. Okay. Like everything, the junk, everything, board, everything goes, goes in there. Everything. Hey, Mecca does it too. You're not alone. Everything goes in the junk <laughs> yeah, channel. Yeah. So, so far Mecca. we have 14 people who submitted. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you out, Mecca. With a total of 46 different games mentioned. All right. And I'm sure uh, there's games on my list that haven't been mentioned yet. So that 46 number will still yeah. go up. All right. Well, with all of that being said, Jesse has no Pokemon this week. So we're going to skip straight to what we've been playing. And if you're wondering why Jesse does not have a Pokemon this week, it's because they're all dead. All the Pokemon died. What is going yeah. on in this world where there's no Pokemon minutes? What the heck? It's the end of the well, year. We got to give them a break. There's actually events going on, but you know they've had like four events this month that required a paid ticket, and I'm kind of getting ticketed out. Okay, so I'm, I'm I'm still buying them and doing them, but I'm not happy about it. Ju right. Justin is going to hate that he missed this episode. So <laughs> I'm going to say. Uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. Jesse, you're up first. All right. I'll start with Dragon Quest Treasures that came out on Friday, you know, pretty much as soon as we were done recording last week, it was available. I'm liking it. It's not drawing my hooks in like I would like, like normal, mainly because this isn't a normal RPG. This is more, I think... I don't know, like, like a, 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 an easy version of, say, Mass Effect, where you have, like, a list of things to, to do, and 
what order you do them in is up to you. Yeah, you go to a destination and you're told, oh, while you're here, there's more things you can do. But you can't do them all. You can only do one. So you can, so, And that's what I don't like about th- that is I, I like to go to a place and just burn it down. That way I don't have to go back again and then, then before I move on. But this game kind of locks that. You can't do that. You, can't, you have to jump around to the different islands. But... Uh, that's not a game problem. That's a me problem. So, you know, I don't fault the game for it. It's just, I've seen this thing before in other games and I didn't like it there either. So, you know, I, I am wanting to keep going. I think I'm 12, 15 hours in. So, yeah, I've put time in it. Um, my my gang rank is like rank four and of all the treasures I've collected, it's total 12 million whatever the currency is called. I don't know what it is, but, uh, and, uh, yeah, like the, the treasures are kind of like gotcha. Like, you know, they're, the they'll, they'll be randomized and you can't have duplicates, but the way they ha- the game handles duplicates is if you have one, that's a fair quality, it'll have a, a, a value amount. And then say you get the same thing. That's a, an excellent quality. It'll have a better amount. It pretty much replaces the the fair one, so you only the difference in the value gets added to your score. If I find a third one that's a good quality, it's basically worth zero because it's not as it's not more than the excellent. So, but so the, the, the not every 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 treasure you get won't increase your value. It does early on, but later in the game it'll be harder and harder to get the ones you want. But there's like 700 or so different treasures in the game, so it'll take a while before I get that far. 700 treasures? Yeah, the treasures each have a number on them, and I think I had something in the 700s, so... I guess that makes sense, considering it is Dragon Quest treasures. Yeah, so like like every... You you have a hub... uh, uh, like The mode of transportation is train across these floating islands. And... Your, your so you're first saying it's spirit tracks. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. More like floating first, islands. One of your first mission is to uh, get the train up and running. And once you do get it running, then you have access to the other islands. And you go out, go to an island, try to do some of the missions while you're collecting treasure while at the same time. And then, uh, then you... But... You, you recruit monsters to so you can have three monsters in your party in addition to you. So you can do attack, but uh, you you don't do as much damage as your monsters do. So you kind of want to let them do the, the the dirty work. If they fall, you can go to them and revive them as long as, you know, but then, of course, you're then vulnerable to, to attack if you're still in a battle. And as you collect... As you collect the treasures before you go to your back to your base to get them appraised, your monsters carry them, and they can carry one, two, or three, depending on their size and how much they can carry. So there's a finite number of treasures you can be hauling around at a time. You can't just say, I want to get 20 treasures before going home. Can't do that. And so, of course, if they fall in battle, the treasures get dropped on the ground. Mm. Uh, Sometimes they'll just drop if they're... under attack anyway, even though they didn't fall. So you've got to pick them up again, pick up the treasures again. 
if they fall, otherwise you lose them. Okay. But uh, yeah, so, so a lot of little things going on at once with this. Right. And a lot to think about. But uh, again, I am liking it, but it's just not the type of gameplay I like. So I'll probably be continuing to play this through the holiday break. But I think it's like it's, as soon as Persona lands, this game will probably fall on the side if I'm if I'm haven't finished it yet. It's because I kind of want to play Persona Three again. As I said, <laughs> it's been nine years, right? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if, uh, if you like Dragon Quest, give it a try. And uh, uh, it's, uh, I, I haven't, I don't have anything negative to say about it in terms of stuttering, frame drops, anything like that. It's uh, kind of what I would have expected. There is pop in, as you, you know, but it isn't. Yeah. It's not like popping in ten feet in front of you. It's a good distance away. Yeah, I, I don't fault the game for that. So, but the other game that I do have faults with, <laughs> uh-oh, which is this is actually a game I rented, so I didn't put money into this. Is okay. uh, Ar- Arkanoid Eternal Battle. Arkanoid. So, Arkanoid. I'm already out because this, it's Arkanoid. Is this yeah. one of those uh, remasters or whatever they call them? Yeah. So it has the original game in it. Okay. It's got a Neo Arkanoid, so a re- a remastered graphics and more right. levels. And then its feature mode is, you know, the Eternal Battle is kind of Tetris 99. Oh. It goes online to try to get up to 24 other players. Unfortunately, no one else is playing this game. <laughs> In three okay. attempts of playing this mode, the first two times, I had 24 bots. The third time, I had 23 bots and one other human. <laughs> wow. I bet you they were just as shocked to see somebody as you were. <laughs> Probably. You know, it's kind of like when I turned on Run Box Run the other night for the first time just to see if anybody was actually playing it. That's no exactly one is playing Nobody is on that there. game. I did the Nobody's same out there. I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. if you're, can I can I say this? If you are here, if you hear this show and you're playing Run Box Run, would Let you us know, contact so. us? Let us yeah. know because I would love to know if if like I just deleted it. Yeah, because there was I'll, nobody. I'll re-download we it. it. I really don't think anybody is playing it at all. We just need to get a group of people to download it so we That's can all we'll try do. it. That's going to be our next like big game day. Is run- well, I don't <laughs> know. Uh, so like my, my son used to play Call of Duty Black uh, Black Ops Two a lot on the Wii U, and when you log in, it actually tells you a number of people logged in. Like if if you log in with Xbox One, it might be 800, 1,200 people. He he logged in on the Wii U. It was like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so, but people are still logging in and playing. Anyway, so, but the, the way this game works is, so, you, you know, you, you play a game of Arkanoid and you get points and you see your ranking, you know, one of 25 or whatever based on score. And what's, what's really annoying is in the background, the other the other people are being shuffled around you 
So, like, if you are 7 of 25, the one on your right is 6 of 25, and the one on your left is 8 of 25. If you do something and get a lot of bonus, you'll jump up to 4th place, which means everything shifts around you. Because, you know, you're shifting up, but in your perspective, everything's shifting down. And that is a little distracting when you're trying to focus on the game. Uh, there's essentially infinite lives. Every time you die, you lose 10% of your score, which then you go down in rank. Then I don't know what triggers it, but it's like occasionally like your entire board will just vanish and you'll be given the next board. And for every brick that was on the board, you lose points based on its value. I thought it was originally, oh, the first person that finishes it, everyone else gets wiped, loses points, and everyone's on the next stage. But I was on the next stage, but the person to my left was still in the previous one, so that's not necessarily true. So I don't know what triggers that. And then also random or every n minutes um the person in last place will just die you know okay your game's done and this goes until there's one person left the best i've done was probably eighth place so you so yeah not this might be more fun if it was actually humans playing right but uh i don't know if you like if you like Arganoid, you know, give it a try. If you're like Marty and you say, "I'm not going," I know I'm not going to like this. Yeah, don't. It, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't have any online life. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, Tim, what have you been playing? Uh, I've had limited time, but I got to play some games. You know, depending on where I was. Uh, most of the time, it's been my mobile phone's been on me, so I've been playing Marvel Snap. So I know there's a lot of people in our community who's been playing that. It's a great game. Just jump into and just mash out some of those missions, you know, and stuff and get your points and stuff. So having a lot of fun with that. And if, in case nobody knows what Marvel snap is, it's a, ba- a card based battle game where it's you against an, uh, I believe an AI cause you can't play anybody else. Um, yet. Uh, but you're just basically trying to, um put your cards that you have um that you have to pay i I don't know what they call it it's kind of like mana and magic but it's called something else in marvel but uh you get like these sparks or something that you use to power up your card uh so it's just energy energy okay thanks so you get energy um one energy in the first round and if you got a, a one energy card you can play then you play it on uh, on the three lands that you can play it on the first land you find out what in each of these lands usually throughout the six rounds that you play will unlock a certain ability uh, uh for each land um so that's the other element of the kind of like strategy to this game is figuring out where to place your cards on one of these three lands and do these three lands add certain abilities to that or not, or take away abilities in some cases, uh, or even you just got to pay attention to what the land is going to do. Cause it could add some different kinds of strategies throughout the game. So, uh, but basically you want by the end of the game, you want to win at least two out of the three lands to get the um, whatever that, 
Marty, do you know what it's called at the top? Well, uh, it's it's are? like a it's like a cube. Oh, the like snap. a tesseract. The yeah, you right. so if you feel like you're you're winning and you're gonna dominate, you know, at least two of these, you can snap, which basically the the cubes that you earn from each match are what level your account up. Okay. And get you more cards and things. So if yes. you snap early in the match, it doubles the cubes that you're going to get every round. So okay. uh, it can, I think you can get up to eight or 10 per match. You can and, snap or your opponents can snap. Yeah. And, and you can also retreat during this time. So if you like, if your opponent snaps or you snap, uh, the, the opposite person can retreat okay. if they feel like it's just hopeless, like they're not going to win. Have you ever had to retreat? When the game showed me the retreat mechanic, but I've never, I, I don't retreat. I just lose. I don't. Either. I refuse to retreat. <laughs> I, I, I haven't even playing. made it. Like, I you know what other game has it. that? You know what other game has that type of uh, gameplay? What's that? Backgammon. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you can retreat. You know, uh, yeah, I well, have a, a person can declare that the game is double the value, and the other person either accepts it. Or just concedes the fight. So that's basically what this is. All right. <laughs> well, it's backgammon mixed with a board game. And I'm going to get to that here in just right. a minute. Like, uh, I am apparently still in the tutorial phase. Like, until you reach level 20 uh, with your act, like, not the, because I'm way past that on the like actual character rank, like the ranking. I'm in the 40s. I'm but then there's, there's, there's a level. That's like level. You have to get to level twenty to get out of your like inaugural season or whatever. And I still can't get out of that. And I've played a lot. I don't play very like I don't play like I know some people who just like play and play and play and play and play. I can't do that. But I get bored. But um, I just get through my missions and I'm y'all. This is just a board game called Smash Up, and I may have mentioned this before, really, on the show. But there is a board game called Smash Up where there are three bases in the middle and you were putting cards of value on those to bust the bait, to break the base because okay. the base has like a certain number value and whoever gets to that or over first wins the base and gets the points for it. So in this game uh, and all the bases have like different traits and things, but in smash up, what you're doing is you're taking two factions or races, and you're like mixing them together to create one deck of cards. So, like you, like in the base game, there's eight factions. So you can have like pirate ninjas, or pirate skeletons, or plant pirates, or plants uh, robots, or or you know whatever. Uh, like one of the factions I had when I still played Smash Up, and I got rid of it because when number one we never really played it, and number two my wife hated it. So I like <laughs> she was like I just don't like. Because you have to pay so much attention to the cards, right? It's okay. different every time. It's hard to learn unless you play it a lot. The same, it's the same thing here. All the cards have different abilities, except, and, and all the cards have a value that adds to the base. So this is really, they've just stolen the concept of Smash Up. All right. And made it. And there's a Smash Up app, which is, it's crazy. You can play online, uh, but it's not Marvel. They, I th- you know what? I want to go back and want to say, I think they even had Marvel Smash Up, like an addition to the board game. <laughs> okay. So, I, I don't know. Here's the thing, though. 
I like Marvel Snap. It's a fantastic package. I love that they don't make you pay for anything. That's really cool. You can pay for stuff if you want to, but you can still put together a pretty competent deck without paying, like having microtransactions. And there is a there is a Marvel Smash Up. And I'm on the when you pass level 20 on the season pass, that's when you begin playing real people. Up until that time, you're just playing bots. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I'm uh, just 17. You're right in front of me then. I'm 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 about halfway through 16. Um, but I'm at zero. Like I'm 54, (laughs) like on my account level here, I'm 54. Where are you seeing this? The collection level at the top, the green number. Oh, okay. I'm, I got, I'm at level 54 for collection. Okay. I got but 40. Season pass, I'm at 16. So you must have won Dang. a few more. You must have snapped a few more times. I always forget to snap. Um, I, I, it's, I actually don't snap very often, but I've had lots of times where the AI put in like three or four snaps and then I still won. So there you go. I've been able to get it, but that's, that's one of the games I've been playing a lot. Cause it's really, I just go lay down and play that game. And, uh, when, when it's time for bed and cause I don't have my switch with me or something and I'll just, and I'm like, and I was, I was saying this at the breakfast table. I was like, I should have known better one night. Cause I don't, I was like, I'm not going to play on my switch. Cause I'll be up all night playing whatever game it is, uh, that I'm playing like wave tail, which is the next game I'm going to talk about. Uh, so I figured, you know, I'm gonna play Marvel snap cause I'll get through a couple matches and go to sleep. Right. No, <laughs> I was up, you know, it was couple like matches means three hours. Yeah. It was like, I was going to bed early. It was like 10 o'clock or something like that. I was like, you know, I got to get up early. I'm going to go to bed early and I'll just play a couple matches. Next thing I know, it's like after midnight and I, cause I have done a few matches, but I was like, oh, I need to go do this and complete this mission. So I'll do that. And then the next mission opens up like, oh, I could do that real quick. And then do a, do a couple more battles and get that mission done. So it's just like, next thing I know, it's like after midnight and I'm like, crap, I wanted to go to bed early, you know, before midnight, not after. <laughs> so it's definitely an addicting game, uh, but it is a lot of fun. I think this will come to Nintendo switch eventually. That would be something else it does. Um, I really do. I think they'll. I think they'll port it over. I would. I would. I, I would like to see that. That'd be cool. But of course, we said Hearth. We we at one time said Hearthstone was coming to Switch yeah, too, and it never did. True. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but the other game I mentioned, I am playing because I also did a video, a first look video on our channel for it is Wavetail, and yes, that is the game that came out for Stadia, and originally. And uh, but now is now on the Nintendo Switch by Thunderful Games. Um, and I've been playing that one. It is a lot of fun uh, because of the mechanics. Basically, I'm having a lot of fun with playing this character, this girl who um, is stuck on an island with her grandma and they're holding back what looks like this fog that could consume their their community of islands and ships and stuff, if not held back by this lighthouse, I'm guessing. Uh, but all of a sudden this fog comes in and just kind of in, takes over and everybody, everything, all the islands, all the ships and all that kind of stuff. Cause the world basically is covered in water. It's kind of a water world type environment. Uh, and then there's only these few islands and ships that people get around on and nobody likes to go in the water because they think it's dangerous or whatever. 
or they're, they're, they don't understand what's in the water. And basically what happens is in uh, within a few minutes of this story, after getting consumed by this fog and then trying to fight it off, uh, you find out that you can walk on water because with the help of these beings that live in the water, which was really cool to see um, in the artwork for the game, which is in the thumbnail of our video as well. You can actually see that character in the water that I never noticed before when looking at that artwork for the game. So it was really cool. It's like, Oh wait, there it is. So it's kind of cool to see both the character you play plus the character underwater character on basically there helping you out. But the mechanics of it is basically you are using the water to go from island to island. You're gliding across the island uh, uh, or excuse me, along the water to get to the next place. Since you, you can't necessarily, you were able to go across the water except from boats, you now are gliding across it. And that mechanic plays out really smooth on the switch and like Jesse was saying in his game, there is some pop in with islands that are out further out, but it really didn't affect what I was getting into. Cause like he said too, it wasn't 10 feet in front of you, you know, game wise, it was a lot farther out. So it didn't take me, take away from the game for me, but some of the mechanics that I like is in the gliding in the water is there's these, you can um, do uh, you got like a grapple hook, tool that you can go grapple onto something and be able to swing up to these leftover roads from previous world that you can go up to and collect some things on. And then there's some, there's like what seems like pipes that you can also grapple to and go through or slide on and get some height. Like when you're sliding and you go up in the air, you can really get up high. So it's a lot of fun doing these acrobatic moves. And then you're fighting so far, what I've got out of this is that you're fighting these beings that give you sparks that you use to help power up the other islands to help keep the fog away. Um, you also can use smaller sparks as currency to be able to upgrade your look, as far as I could tell so far, uh, and some other things, but I haven't gotten that far in the game to figure that out um, through, through a store that is on another boat. You could buy these things. So, but I'm still, there's still so much I've been playing around with, with the mechanics that there's still a lot more to learn in the story where you can basically go in, free the characters, learn about the characters, help the characters through the game, do other little side quests for them along with the main quest of the story. And it keeps moving along. It's a little open world-ish, if that makes sense, where it kind of reminds me of a, um, 3d zelda the older ones before breath of the wild where where it's gives you kind of open world feel but you still have a a directive to go towards you know i mean you can go this way or th that way but you're still going to hit a wall kind of <laughs> you know yeah it's kind of guided open world um but i'm really enjoying this um i kind of hoped i kind of hope they put a demo out there because i think maybe a few people would enjoy getting a feel for it i think you could I was going to say maybe it's out on Steam, but I don't remember if it is or not. Like I said, it came out first in Stadia. Uh, it's out on Switch. Um, and the story is something I'm still trying to figure out, but it's basically just freeing the people from this fog and these creatures that are taking over them um, and helping them out. And there's 
there's a message there. I don't know what it is yet, though. <laughs> I haven't played it enough. But those are the games I've been playing. Yeah, it Wavetail is on Steam, just launched on the twelfth, so three days Does ago. Does it have a demo? Does it and have there a demo? Is a dem- there? there is okay. a demo. Cool. So check it out there if you have that capability and hopefully they bring the demo over to the switch as well. Awesome. So uh, three games I've been playing. That's besides Fortnite. I'm always playing Fortnite. So uh, three games I've been playing. I'll talk a little bit about each one. Number one is inscription. Uh, I don't think that I've played. uh, I've talked about this here on the show, but I share Justin's sentiments of what the heck is going on. (laughs) I, I can get past the first boss. I can't beat the second one. Uh, so I apparently don't have a uh, good enough deck yet. Although I've opened all, I've opened some cabinets and gotten some cards and I can, I know where to go pull a tooth out of a skull and I've gotten some yeah. greater well, smoke. And each playthrough, you'll pretty much building a, new, a different deck because you'll have different options available to choose from. And yeah. there's a, there is a bit of randomness in there. And, you know, I think Tim ended up finishing it in like, five or six runs, but it normally takes me closer to eight to 12 runs, you know, at least I think 10 runs is like, I don't like my average. So yeah, if you're still on oh, your second I've, or third run, you got a ways to go. <laughs> I'm like five or six in. Okay. So yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's, and, it's and even with knowing what I'm doing, it still takes me eight to 10 runs to finish that section of the game. Yeah. Very interesting game. Uh, don't really understand anything that's going on, but uh, it's creepy that every time I talk about it, one of you two goes, <laughs> you know, like, you're, like, not, you're not supposed <laughs> to know what's going on yet. That happens later. So, uh, yeah, it anyway. Uh, so I'm, I, I, I put it down, <laughs> I put it down for a little bit because of Fortnite and because of the other two games I've been playing. Now I'm getting back to it. Uh, I also downloaded uh, or bought a little to the left. Jesse did not like this game. Uh, I do. I think it's great. It reminds me of unboxing, uh, which I also liked and I played earlier in the year, except this one has an annoying cat that I'm like, are we leading up into a moment where the person gets rid of the cat or kills the cat? Because then that would be rewarding uh, in the game because it keeps messing my stuff up. But I, I, don't, I didn't have as much problem with the controls as, as Jesse did. So I'm enjoying it, although I'm only like, uh, I think, two chapters in, maybe. Yeah, the um, one I got stuck on is one where you have pictures that the frames are straight, but the image is skewed, and you have to tilt the frames to get the Oh, I did that one. I got that one. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't get that to line up for some reason. Yes, if I fiddle with it until, you know, anyway, uh, it helps that it makes sounds when you get it apart in the right place. So, yeah, um, there's some there's some one that I'm on right now where you have to organize a row of books and it's based off the spine, like the image on the spine. And it's I don't like that, mm-hmm. uh, but that's it's a fun game. It's it's kind of relaxing. Um, but the other game that I've been playing is, this is kind of embarrassing. Uh, I finally started and finished uh, 2018's God of War. Hey, congratulations. Uh, I thought you were going to say Doki Doki Literature Club. No, no. um, (laughs) My son has asked for Ragnarok for Christmas, 
And he recently told me, he's like, man, God of War is my favorite game. And I was like, well, I guess I'll play it then and see what the hubbub is all about. And so I finished it uh, two nights ago. Uh, and God of boy. <laughs> yeah, man, it was fantastic. Yes. I see what the hype is about. And now I want him to get Ragnarok for Christmas because that means I get to play it too. Right. Uh, so um, I like originally I wasn't into it. Like when it first came out, I actually bought it when it first came out like that November because it went on some insane price drop that yes. like for $10 or something at GameStop. Right. And so I got it then and I played about an hour or two of it long enough to get like a little ways into the game. I think it's like where you meet Sindri for the first time. I got there and I was like, I just really don't like this. I don't like the combat. Like I wanted the old school God of War, you know, like fast paced chain blade type stuff. Uh, but yeah. the more the more I played it, the more I appreciated the combat and everything. And that's like one of those games. The axe that, feels ends up feeling pretty good. Though, it does. Too. It yeah. does. Yeah. And uh, th- like y'all, that this is one of those games that I can honestly say is it, it's a complete package. Fantastic story, fantastic presentation, fantastic controls, graphics, combat, all of that. It's it's a ten out of ten for me, and it's it's probably now in my top ten games of all time. Nice. So, you know, I've always enjoyed the God of War games. Like I always bought them when they first came out. I never played the mobile ones, uh, but I I did play or the the Vita ones. Uh, I never I never had a Vita, so yeah. uh, I didn't play that or PSP. Yeah. Uh, and I know there's a remaster like collection or that you can get them on PS Now or whatever with Play- PlayStation Premium Plus Premium or whatever. But I can't stream them. So I would love to go back and replay those old God of War games, but I will stick with those. The PSP and the Vita ones were the reasons why I got into the console versions and reason why I got back in the PlayStation. I can say that because it was like I was just in handheld like the PSP and the Vitas, the PSP initially. Uh, cause I was like, Oh, you know what? I got the, you know, Nintendo handhelds. I'm going to get the Sony one. I got the PSP and then I played God of war. Um, uh, what was it? Chains of Olympus. Maybe was that uh, there the was one? Ascension too. Ascension that was on the PlayStation. That was a console one. But, um, anyways, that was the reason why I got a PlayStation, uh, three to play God of war three. And then, even though I didn't play God of War one and two yet, <laughs> I actually played three, and then went back and played the one and two later. So, I will say that one. I guess the, the one of the big gripes about this game that I had, and it fixes itself midway through, but the very beginning of it is really is kind of slow. It is slow, and yes. it's the the gaps like you're like just drop the shoe. Like just drop the story, like the shoe in the story. That's what I'm talking about. Like just drop something because for a while, it's just like, you know, you spend half the game and it's like, shut up boy, or don't talk about that boy or whatever. It's like, Oh my gosh, just (laughs) say something about the backstory. Holy crap. But then like the payoff of it finally is so good. 
Uh, so, yeah, like I, I get it. I right. get the hype for this now. And this, this is where it gets even more embarrassing, I guess, is now that has motivated me. I finally need to finish uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. And I also need to finally play The Last of Us because I've never played that. So even though even though the, the remaster, like the, the PlayStation 4 remaster of Last of Us is like it's in my account. Like I got mm-hmm. it when my son got his PS4. Right. So it's there. I've just never played it. Um, I guess I should. I've heard don't play too, but anyway, I probably will eventually. It's just like games like that, like the big triple a blockbuster, like everybody's playing it and talking about it. I don't know. Like in the last few years, they've just not grabbed me. Like, like they used to, like I used to, I would be like, Oh man, God of war. You know, I'd go get it. And within a week or two, it'd be done. So here's my you're, thing. You're at where I've been for the last 10 years. <laughs> with Last yeah. of Us, I played the, I think they came out with a demo. I had it pre-ordered and everything, and they came out with a demo. Was it the PS3 when it first came out? Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried it, and I, I hated it. I didn't like it. So I canceled my pre-order. Okay, fair enough. So I never went back to playing Last of Us. Okay. So I, I may give it another chance another time. It's just like, I have it in my this, library now too, but <laughs> this and the, the last of us and God of War and Horizon are like games that like you're supposed to like these games. You're you, you got know, a like, PlayStation, you, you know, gotta play you these. Got, you gotta you gotta like them. It's like yeah. Resident Evil. They're all you gotta like Resident Evil. I don't really <laughs> like Resident Evil. I'm yep. is that blasphemy? You're not my real I have, mom. I have Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn as well and I haven't played it yet. Well, I, I'm you know, intrigued for, by it, but, I but for you, that's like that's a Tuesday. <laughs> you know, for me, I that's mean, normal. Yes, yeah. yeah. So it's I going to take me about ten years to play through any of those. So, well, it may, but and it may take me a while to get there. But I, I will get there eventually. Yeah. Probably by the time the PlayStation Six is around, I'll have. <laughs> Uh, you play Horizon. the remastered. I have uh, yeah, the I can play version. the remastered version. I, I could play uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, the sequel. I don't I, sequels out. That's and that's the embarrassing thing is like the sequels out, right? And the DLC is coming, and that's why I feel like I've got to finish it because I'm like, oh, the deal, you know, the oh, the DLC is coming, and I've got to buy that. And then I have to ask myself, why do I have to buy that? <laughs> yeah, you know, why? Right? Because I haven't finished the first one. But anyway. I, I, I've got <laughs> I've got some time during Christmas break between semesters. I can I can maybe finish it um, now, and or I'll probably just play Ragnarok and be done with it. If, if Isaac, yeah. wants, you know. Anyway, that's what we've been playing. Let's uh, dive into our community spotlight. <laughs> All right, right. Tim, take it away, man. Here we go. So first, let's shout out to everybody who came into our chats during our live recording. So we looks like we had uh, Alistra, Commander Root, Jolly Old Grampus, (laughs) Lurks, (laughs) Mecha Dragon 101, Mikey Dreamer, Nenfrendo, Solo Something, Third Strongest Mole, and Trucker Paul 27, as well as us hanging out in here so thank you to everybody who stopped by here in twitch and then for those of you on uh youtube i'm trying to look real quick to see if i see any youtubers who stopped by I'm not seeing any 
chats from them. Hopefully our restream is working so we can see you guys chatting over there. Oh, wait, there it is. Ebisel was over there on YouTube. Thanks for stopping by, uh, Ebisel. And who else? Anybody else in the YouTube lands? Uh, so, yeah, lots of people stopping by. And six people hanging around in the chat, it looks like. Could be most of us here. <laughs> but, uh, yes, thank you for hanging out with us while we did the show. Uh, as always, we appreciate your company. So real quick, just to let you guys know about the prizes for Extra Life. I am working on them. In fact, you can't see them, but they're all behind me, separated and ready to go. I have a list um, of bundles that were given away. You're going to check it twice? I got, yeah, I'm going to have to check it twice. Uh, I'm not going to look for who's naughty or nice because everybody gets it regardless. Um, Everyone is nice for donating. I got the donation list. Now I have to go through them and weed out the people I can't give prizes to, like um, the anonymous people, Facebook donors, uh, cash ones. I can't, we can't do. So unless I have their names in there, I can then draw from. So again, be on the lookout for, I think I have their emails for those who do count. So be on the lookout for an email from me should be coming from Tim at Nintendo dads.org for me to ask for a mailing address for your prize. And I'll let you know what your prize is. um, What if you won? So keep an eye on that. Uh, It's been very busy here at work for me. So unfortunately I couldn't do it as quickly as I thought I could. So my apologies for that. Uh, But again, keep an eye out. Uh, in regards to Nintendo Dad's family of podcasts, we have all kinds of podcasts for your listening pleasure. So depending on what you're into, we probably have a podcast about it. And if we don't, come talk to us if you'd like to start one. So anyways, Game Pass News, uh, again, is for our Xboxers. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. What? So Xboxers. Are you wearing um, your Xboxers? Uh, not today. Anyways, Nick and Sean... <laughs> <laughs> go over the week's shenanigans xbox news and game pass releases that drops every saturday so be on the lookout for their latest one in the next couple days dad's after dark show also drops their shows every other monday night with an occasional episode in between and that show is one you listen to after the kids are in bed and the wife is distracted because june and john and drew that's june that's where I came up with that. John and Drew get together and talk about video games and dad <laughs> stuff we can't talk about on our family-friendly show. So give a listen to that one. They talk about all kinds of gaming stuff. Drew tries to stay around Nintendo stuff where John is like, I don't just play Nintendo. I play Xbox and PlayStation too. So <laughs> It is Xboxers. Yes, it is Xboxers. And then we have our Retro Logic shows, which they have their own family of shows where one, it's Retro Logic, where Dan, John, and Sam cover all your retro gaming and retro gaming collectible talk topics. Then there's on topic retro, in-depth overview and discussions from John about specific retro games with a occasional guest. Uh, in fact, in fact, Chris HL in our community has been on that show quite a few times. Uh, retro Groove is Adam and Liam discussing music from all generations and types. And in fact, I think they have an episode dropping very soon, if it hasn't already dropped, that I got to be a guest on. So I'm pretty stoked about that. I got to check that off my uh, bucket list. I got to be on a show with them where uh, they talk about the Muppet, uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol and the songs within that movie. So 
great topic, especially for the uh, 30th anniversary of the Muppet Christmas Carol that came up. Also on that same topic, they have their film logic uh show which i am also on <laughs> with mike and Eston. Uh, we talk about films and topics and the latest stuff that we've all been watching uh and we talked about the muppet christmas carol movie there too as long as well as a poll that mike put together for the community over in retro logic to vote on for the best christmas movie um uh, and the muppet christmas carol won that poll so uh go listen to the shows uh, on those various topics, you can go to nintendodads.org to see Not all Gremlins? of them. Gremlins was on the list, but it didn't get make the all the way to the top. <laughs> I'm really disappointed that Christmas Story didn't win that because that is the best Christmas. Story. That that was Sorry. in there too, but it didn't win didn't win the votes. So quite a few things that didn't get the, enough votes to make it either. So, in fact, in the first round, Eight Bit Christmas lost. So I forget what it lost to, but. Uh, it lost because it went up against the heavy hitter. So, uh, but again, go to nintendodads.org to see all the Nindads family podcasts. Was Die Hard on the list? Yes, it was. Or okay. go to your favorite podcast <laughs> app and subscribe. You can also find them on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube and give them all a follow. And speaking of Twitter, Dads After Dark Show and Game Pass News, that's their favorite place to communicate a lot of their news at and their contests as well. So be sure to check out their Twitter page and listen to their shows for their latest contests, monthly mayhem for dads after dark or achievement hunters for game pass news. So go take a listen to those and keep up with that stuff. So with that, we only got one question this week and it was actually just recently dropped in the chat. So real quick guys, I have mine ready to go. So it'll give you guys time to pull yours up. Let's talk about our Nintendo stats that Nintendo dropped for 2022. So looks like Marty's got his ready. Real quick, mine that I have here is my top three games for 2022. Most played is Zelda Breath of the Wild, because this is the year I finished it. Splatoon 3 and Pokemon Legends Arceus. So those were my top three most played games. How about you guys? I'm trying to find the link still. Um, well, while Jesse's doing that, uh, my top game for 2022, no surprise, Fortnite, 126 <laughs> days, what? 102 hours, uh, followed by uh, a very distant second, Nintendo Switch Sports, uh, 30 days and 33 hours, and Live Alive, 20 days and 30 hours. Uh, those are my top three, of, and uh, the fourth one, from there was uh, Sparks of Hope. So I've, I've put okay. quite a bit of time into that game. Still haven't finished it. That may end up, if they didn't cut it off so soon, that might have been more clipping up there towards the top there. Did you get yours, yep. Jesse? So trying to find it. I, I the I'm trying to find where I got the top three from again. Uh, or where the I think you hours. posted it in our Nintendo stuff channel. That link there, so... Marty, yeah, while so, he's still looking there, uh, what was your gaming trends? Oh, uh, let's see here. Gaming trends. Um, 31% action games, okay. 19% strategy games, and 17% shooter games. Nice. So just those four? Well, no. I mean, those are the top. Those are the top, those, okay, those top, the top three. Ones. 
All right. Uh, okay. Above 10% also multiplayer was, was at 15%. Okay. So. I had action adventure uh, at 30, 20, and then role-playing and simulation at 18% each. So I sent you the link, Jesse. Okay. Well, I, I'm looking at my page, but it doesn't show hours and days played. So, oh. Well, you have to go down like you can sort it by month or by time. Oh, okay. Or just tell okay. me your top three most played 2022 games. All right, I see it. All right, so uh, my, my top three were Pokemon Legends Arceus at 109 hours over 25 days. And then the next two is no surprise. <laughs> Nonogram Minimal. 70 hours over 37 days and Picross S8 54 hours over 20 days. <gasps> Picross, what? And then the next one is Picross S7 <laughs> 50 hours over 11 days. So it's like five hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Then it's Logic Pick and then it's Pokemon Scarlet, <laughs> which, you know. This happened. The, the cutoff for this some, was somewhere while I was still playing it, because it only shows thirty-seven hours, and I've put over fifty hours into it. Nice. Absolutely, none of those things surprise me. Right, not and then at all. For my gaming trends, I have twenty-two percent role-playing, twenty-two percent puzzle, nineteen percent strategy, fourteen percent action, thirteen percent multiplayer, and ten percent board game. Cool. All right. Well, we've been posting those in our Nintendo stuff uh, channel. And then actually uh, a, a few of us posted uh, ones where we blurred our pictures out. So if you can match those out uh, on Twitter, which one of these where we say who dis <laughs> when we said, you know, percentages or something yeah. like that. Who dis and who dat. Who dis and who dat. <laughs> so where we said, guess who the gaming trends are for this person. So we kind of gave those away here. But anyways, that's Oops. it for the community. Uh, that's that's it from here, Marty. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, as we close out the show tonight, we will remind you to get in your top 10 Nintendo games of 2022 lists to us either over on Discord or at nintendodads at gmail.com, or you can post it, uh, uh, DM us or, or reply to us on our social media. We would love to know those lists and do know that number order counts. So, uh, as you post those, be sure to put your number one top game for 2022 in the number one spot. And we'll be announcing ours and the results uh, sometime in January. Uh, we want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers as we close out the show. Dave Ernsberger, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Jacqueline Ar Amira. Thank you guys for backing us at the $30 level. And all of you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, we want to thank you for your support of the show. Whether you're in at a dollar a month, a $5 a month, or $10 a month tier, we love you guys. And we're very appreciative. Also, so appreciative are our YouTube and Twitch subscribers, over 6,500 on YouTube, and very close to 1,400 followers on Twitch. Just seven away and to our 18 twitch prime subscribers we're also thankful for you guys too you get access to the discord community and activities a reminder you can save 20 percent on your manscaped order with the and get free shipping with the code nindads that's n-i-n-d-a-d-s be sure to head over to nintendodads.org for uh lots of 
all of our socials, uh, our Extra Life wrap-up and being ready for next year, and our merch page where you can get cool swag like the hoodie that Tim is wearing right now. If you're on our video, you can check that out. Celebrating our 400th episode and lots more. You can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the show at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And a reminder, wherever you listen to us, in your podcast app of choice, go and leave us a five-star review and some written words. It helps people find the show and it pushes us up the rankings, which really, let's be honest, that's where we want to be. Get us up there. Anyway, for me, for Tim, for Jesse, this has been episode 406 of Nintendo Dads. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Check you later. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads. We sound like the goddamn Nintendo Dads all of a sudden. Nintendo Dads Podcast.